common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. With us today is Dr. Sky, a good friend, uh, otherwise known as Steve Cates. He's with me every uh, uh, Sunday afternoon or Sunday morning, and uh, he's with uh, Frank Morano uh, often. Uh, Steve Cates, what the heck is going on with the sun? Well, good evening to you, John, Rita, Richard, and Tony. Wow, the sun is literally breaking all kinds of rules as the weather. I'm sitting here in the epicenter of hell from Phoenix, Arizona. And today, John, the temperature will be 114 degrees Fahrenheit. We're about to break an 18-day record. I'll get a load of this. 110-degree heat, which was last set back in June of 1974. And our humidity is 23%. And a dew point of 65, that's pretty bizarre. But... And it's not, people, due, it's not due to global warming like uh, some people would like to believe. What's going no. on in the sun? Well, all things of all weather, John, as we know, comes from the sun. So here's what's happened in the short version. Back on the 14th, we had a massive solar event that took place, a large flare-like event blasted off the sun. They call them coronal mass ejections. And right behind that, there was another one of these events that happened. So the first one, which was a faster one, caught up with the slower one. And in the astronomy world, they call this a cannibal CME, meaning the first one ate the energy of the slower one, combined it into a bigger one. And what do you get? You get these things called these whole geomagnetic storms. They rate them as far as G1 through G5. So right now, technically, we're going through a G1 solar storm which means that if people are out at night, no guarantee on this, you never can tell, just like the weather, there's the possibility of seeing the northern lights, that is, in more southern latitudes. People who listen to WABC up in Canada and up in Europe, they may see this all the time. But this is unusual, John, because Solar Cycle 25 is literally just pumping out so much energy. It's not so good if we live in this digital world. What say you? Well, the, the digital world, I, I said that we're worried, or you were worried, I was worried about mm-hmm. the effect it would have on our satellites, the effect it would have on our grid, and, uh, uh, you know, damn, damn I mean, uh, yes. if, it, if it knocks out the grid, uh, well, somebody said, well, I got a generator. I said, the generator is good for two to ten days. What do you, you, you right. live in the Stone Age after that. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's really amazing because let's talk about this in perspective. People weren't around, most of us, of course, not anybody I know. In 1859, we had the Great Carrington event, and that was supposedly way off the charts that even telegraph lines in the old Victorian Internet, no phones and computers, the phone lines or the telegraph lines actually went on fire. But if you go back into deep history, this is even more amazing. There was something called the Mayaki event that happened in 774 A.D., a massive solar storm, 12 times more powerful than the Carrington event. And closer to home, John, a solar storm on August 4th, 1972. How about this? When we were fighting the war in Vietnam, the U.S. Navy mined the Haiphong Far Harbor in North Vietnam. The solar flares actually triggered off the Navy mines in the ocean. So the effects of the sun are, you know, felt far and wide. Wow. So our life, our life, yeah. our past, uh, I mean, our past, forget the past is past. The future depends on the stability of our sun. Yes, it does. And that's exactly what's happening right now where it's not so stable. And again, you know, people know this. They're pretty smart as we live in this technology age. Way back when, 100 years ago, we didn't have any of this technology. 
So our low Earth orbit satellites, including the Starlink satellites, they have to have a caution about them because Elon has lost a number of these satellites. When these solar flares trigger, they excite those atmospheric layers to even higher altitudes in space, which causes more friction. And many of those satellites just literally burned up and dropped out of the sky. But then the question they're going to ask Steve Cates, Dr. Sky, is what can we do about all this? Really, the most honest answer you'll ever get from anybody is really not much of anything. Mother Nature rules the roost. And once again, like you and I, John, agree, not necessarily the global warming thing is concentrated all on human factors, but all weather comes from the sun. And the craziest solution that I've heard was to generate some kind of nuclear fusion engines to push the Earth, you and I talked about this, maybe three-tenths of its orbit percentage out into well, space. Well, I, I will call uh, Captain Kirk uh, in the 24th century and say we need to, we need to push Don't the Earth Don't give the liberals any ideas. They'll start I charging mean, us for that next. Didn't he have the whale god, John? What was the thing with the, the whales? Like the, the, Captain the, Kirk had the whales. Yeah, Captain Kirk had the whales, right? Start, yeah, and, and, and look, you're one smart scientist, uh, uh, Steve. What's yeah. happening to these whales? My my estimation is what these windmills are trying to put up, these environmentalists trying to put up windmills, are killing our whales. Well, John, there's an interesting story. Again, I'm not an oceanographer, but I'll give you this take you're asking me. Here it is. I think with all the high-frequency energy that we have coming from space, I'm talking about some man-made frequencies, gigahertz frequencies. Somehow, my theory is, that these particular frequencies might interfere with the brains and navigation systems of not only the whales, but also of, you know, birds that are flying around. A lot of times with these solar storms, there's a loss of migratory patterns that a lot of these birds have. So why not the whales? That's even more important because those sounds, we talked about it last week, the loudest sounds in the world, not only are rockets or explosions like Krakatoa or these great volcanoes, but I was amazed, as you and I talked about, 215 decibels is the clicking sound of a sperm whale under the ocean. But maybe these high-energy frequencies that are propagated all over the world, and again, maybe these windmills and things like that. But my take is I think there's frequencies that interfere with the brains of these different situations. I, I agree 100%. Yeah. Now, if everybody remembers Star Trek Three or Star Trek Four, yeah. uh, the uh, the whale god... All the whales disappeared on Earth, and the whale god was coming to get even Earth, and 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 uh, Captain Kirk had to go back to the 21st century to, to and and get some whales and return them to the 24th century. So maybe we're in the midst of all this. You know, you know? something. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> But what kind of coincidences? Yeah, well, there's some interesting Absolutely. things in there, you know, that turn out to be right. Before the whale gods show up, I just want the record to be clear that some of my best friends are whales. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to talk go, about Richard. their eating habits. I'm, I'm not talking we're about their weight. Yeah, we're not going to talk about their eating habits. <laughs> Steve Cates, please, I'm available 24-7 to keep WABC listeners uh uh you know, informed. Uh, Steve, uh, you know, Frank Morano is on. Uh, all night uh, to keep the people informed. And if if you see a, a, anything that we should know about, please call us or text us right away. Absolutely. Proud to be with you and your station, John, and all the great people that are there. Thank you for having this opportunity that we can share this and what? Open people's minds to and, what they and, may and, not hear. And, Steve, we're the only yeah. ones telling them this. Yeah, nobody else and is nobody talking else about is telling this. Them. This is so Absolutely. eye-opening. Steve, you always have the best stuff. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you so much.